Hello, welcome to EQ Hacks, the show that offers busy leaders like you bite-sized power moves to boost your emotional intelligence. I'm Celine Teo. I'm Agnes Lee. We're Stanford-trained MBAs and executive coaches coming to you from Silicon Valley, California. Hi, Celine. Hi, Agnes. It's good to talk to you. Likewise. Uh, we're excited to share in this episode a little bit of ourselves and what made us interested in producing this EQ Hacks podcast. So, Celine, we'll start with you. Can you share with the audience a little bit about your background? Happy to, Agnes. So, I'm originally from Malaysia and I'm trained as a Stanford MBA. Uh, I've worked as a McKinsey consultant. I've worked in investment banking. Well, basically, I'm just this really numbers-heavy, analytically trained person. Uh, but the longer I've worked, the more I've realized that all business is people business. Mm, yes. Can you say more? Yeah. So uh, most recently, I've been an independent marketing and strategy consultant for Fortune 500 companies. And as a consultant, you have to influence without authority. Because sometimes when you first start a project, you're brought into a company, you might be dealing with a lot of resistance because people are worried you'll cut their jobs, which is not the type of consulting I do, but it's what they believe. Yeah. So um, do you have a, a specific example? Yeah, let me let me give you an example about the challenging situations that consultants sometimes walk into. So I was hired by this Fortune 500 company, well, hired by the new SVP of uh, digital to develop a strategy that had to be presented uh, for a board meeting. So this is a big deal. It's the first time they're presenting to the board. It's a new direction for the company. It's a pretty challenging environment because for the person, for the SVP, the person at the top, it's really lonely. It's a really lonely job to be that fresh leader who's coming in. There's lots of uncertainty. You're trying to get the lay of the land, rally the team, set a new direction. But at the same time, you don't have a lot of allies. You don't know people. You don't have the network. So uh, they were feeling pretty vulnerable. But at the same time, they didn't want to appear too vulnerable because that's dangerous. Um, so that's a challenging situation for the person at the top, but it's also a super challenging situation for the team. They have a new leader. They have new direction. They don't know if what they want to get done is going to get done, if their projects are going to continue. Um, everybody, everybody's just feeling very unsure. I can, I can definitely see that, how challenging the situation is. Yeah. And I wonder, uh, so, so what did you do? Well, the the unlock for the situation was really to really deeply listen to everyone, to ask lots and lots of questions, to spend a lot of attention on hearing the underlying need. And for the SVP, what that looked like was in both in private and in public conversations, to spend a lot of time honing the strategy and then reflecting that vision back at him in a way that built confidence. Uh, and that that made him feel heard. It made him feel understood. It made him feel more sure. He had a trusted space to rehearse. Um, and that 
helped really, a consultant ultimately wants to be a trusted advisor that helps put you on the path to becoming a trusted advisor when the client feels heard, understood, and trusts you. Uh, for the team members also, it was reflecting their needs and concerns so that they felt heard and understood as well. Now, that part, honestly, is tricky because everybody's feeling unsure, but everybody has very different needs. So the trick here is having to balance everyone's needs because they're not all in alignment and they're also not necessarily all in alignment with the SVP. So that's where I had to use a skill that empathy doesn't require that you agree or take action. You just have to hear people authentically. That's very interesting what you shared I mean, imagine as a consultant, you come in and you think like, oh, they're hiring me to give advice, right? To focus on the strategy. And I'm hearing that even before you did all that, what was critical was for you to make sure that people felt heard. Um, people had the safe space to to share their needs. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Because when you're a consultant and you come in, I mean, honestly, if this is the first time you're serving the client, you've not been there before. The only way to understand the situation is if people tell you what's going on and they won't feel safe. They won't feel comfortable telling you what's going on because you're a stranger unless you've heard them, you've understood them and they're feeling comfortable. Mm. And so that's just upfront. And then later on for implementation, development of the strategy, all, all of that also only works when people are bought in and uh, and it benefits mm. them. So I'm hearing a lot of um, key elements around uh, really focusing on, on generating that trust, right? And part of generating that trust I'm hearing is empathy, the empathy skills that you use. Yeah, it's huge. I would say that as a consultant, obviously you have to be good at your job, right? You have to know how to do the work of the work. But I would say 50% of the job is that, and the other 50% is really emotional intelligence. Mm. That's a really great ex example and a really um, important key takeaway. Great. And I wonder, um, as a consultant, having been a consultant, a successful consultant, what made you um, interested in doing the EQ hacks? Well... I started thinking, you know, it's, I've had lots of training in traditional business, but I had to learn from scratch, like what emotional intelligence looks like in practice, in consulting. What do you actually do? And it took me a while to learn it. You have to listen. Yes. You have to empathize. Everybody knows that. But what does that look like when you're actually in a meeting? What are the nuances that make sense? And then I thought, if I, you know, uh, what if I could shortcut this process for a lot of other people? <laughs> Number one. Number two, how can I shortcut this process um, for people who are super busy, who just want to know what's critical, what's essential, what moves the needle? How can I help them have small wins in practice? So that's why I thought, well, I need to figure out small ways for people to uh, upskill in emotional intelligence. So that's why the concept of EQ hacks, where we provide really small bite-sized actions that can move the needle for busy executives, why that was so attractive. Yeah, no, I think that we can all relate to being super busy and wanting to focus on things that are most critical. And I love the notion that you mentioned about small, tiny steps that move the needle. And I imagine 
uh, while knowing you, I know that it's related to also your training as a certified uh, Tanya Habits um, coach. Can you share a little bit about how that applies? Uh, yeah, happy to. So I uh, trained as a tiny habits coach with BJ Fogg, who heads up Stanford's Behavior Design Lab. And uh, tiny habits is about changing your behavior and building your skills in all kinds of areas by developing super small habits that are easy to do. So this really fun example by BJ is he was hoping to build his upper body strength. And the tiny habit that he built was after he flushes the toilet, he will do two push-ups, which, oh my God, for me personally, that bathroom floor, but <laughs> he will do two push-ups and then he'll say, go, or he'll celebrate. And that was a great way of building his strength in um, just a really bite-sized way that was way less intimidating than him saying from the beginning, hey, BJ, you're going to work out for 30 minutes and do like 100 push-ups, which he would have failed to do. Um, so now he's gotten up to the point where he can do 50 push-ups in a wow. day, uh, which is which is yeah. a lot. So an example of how uh, you'd apply a tiny habit to listening skills, as I'll give you a hack that I use, is after I enter the meeting room, I will catch small signals about people's needs. Uh, and every time I catch a small signal, I'll say to myself, yes. So uh, I'll give you an example. With this frame in mind, when I enter a meeting room, I will notice slight changes in someone's facial expression. Or the SVP says something and two people will look at each other. Or someone speaks up to register discontent, but it's just this like tiny little sentence. Uh, which, by the way, can be a really big signal because when there's someone else in the room with a lot more authority, just that small sentence can take a lot of courage. And so with this tiny habit, I found myself becoming a lot more tuned in to the needs that were swirling in the room. And it made me a lot more effective about being able to then outside the room, being able to bring this up individually with people and help uh, empathize and, and see how we could come up with a common solution. Wow. So I'm hearing how you were able to, again, uh, find a, like a trigger, like a, a behavior, like entering the room and being able to be focused on those tiny um, ways that people are, so that you can read the room in tiny ways and uh, reinforce that in your part of your habits of really understanding people. Yeah. And so now, because I've seen the impact that these small moves can have, I'm just really passionate about helping people find like what are the tiniest moves with the most impact for all these busy people with lots of priorities. I'm just super intrigued about how to make these people skills and emotional intelligence skills practical and implementable for people. So hopefully we can do that through EQ Hacks podcast. I love it. Thanks, Celine. Thanks, Agnes. Thanks for joining us for this episode of EQ Hacks, the show for busy leaders who want to be emotional Jedi. For more ways to elevate your leadership, sign up for our email list at eqhacks.co and subscribe to our show wherever you get your podcast. And if you are enjoying the show, please leave us a five-star review. See you next time.